What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. King Corbin pardons himself for attempted murder. A sociopathic agent of chaos fits into a scheduled segment like a good little boy. And Nikki Cross defends, defeats, sorry, Michael Cole in a rap battle. That's right, this is SmackDown Snap Judgments from WBU. That's WBU Snap Judgments. I am your host today, D.A. Fabe. Um... We, before I get started, though, we are a part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. Uh, happy to be here, part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. We've got so many different groups in this network, uh, like Chicken Hen with S&M, Basement Bullshit, Tatnus Podcast, um, just a ton of really, really great stuff. Go make sure you listen to one of our, our fellow people there, um, or find a direct link to our podcast, WBU, uh, FBI or the Snap Judgment uh, podcast. I am DA Vincent K. Fabe uh, here to give you a quick review of SmackDown. Yep, you heard there were several different things on there that uh, are going to get a conviction. Um, what I would call news stories. We'll just run through these one by one. Um, I do want to start off though with kind of in the middle here uh, with the Nikki Cross uh, on commentary. That was absolutely wonderful. In fact, the whole commentary setup for SmackDown was on point compared to NXT. Uh, You don't have a whole lot of dry air. I'm very, very, very impressed with Michael Cole's ability to maintain his speaking, to maintain talking, to put himself, uh, to fill that dead air. Uh, The other thing that they did really, really well with commentary on this show You'll notice that there was always somebody out at the ring with the other performers, and there was always a guest on the commentary. So, um, with uh, Nikki Cross, we ended up uh, during the Alexa Bliss Oscar match. Uh, we had something uh, Gulak Nakamura. We had Daniel Bryan. Uh, I'm sorry, we had Sami Zayn on commentary, uh, and Daniel Bryan at the ring cheering on and making a bunch of extra noise. Um, that really helped a ton. Um, and then later on when we had the New Day and Usos, you know, obviously in a tag match, you can get a little bit more background noise out in the ring anyways. And then on top of that, they had Miz and Morrison on, on guest commentary. There really was no dead air on this comparative to uh, NXT this week. So very, very impressed with how they did that. Um, I will tell you that Nikki Cross is my new favorite commentator. Um, it was chaotic. It was wonderful. It was uh, she, she she started a crowd chant of Lexi, Lexi, Lexi. This is in the middle of the show. Um, Really good way to keep people's attention before they went to um, something else that we will definitely convict of not a good idea. Um, So uh, Bliss does beat Asuka in this match, um, in a very, very good match. Uh, You know, I don't know if I like the idea of Bliss beating Asuka, um, because it does regulate Oscar down, I think, right now. But as a whole, Alexa Bliss is a multiple-time champion, so I guess he really can't regulate Oscar down. But the high point of this was really Nikki on commentary. Um, I definitely, definitely uh, convict this of 
a very very solid line here um it was it was well done uh to roll to the beginning of this show we're gonna go with the bailey sasha open um I don't know what it is about Bailey talking. I really, I feel like there are two incredibly good moments in this in this talking. Um, there were also some very very bad ones. Um, Naomi had a great line where she told. Uh, so it comes out with it starts out with Bailey and Sasha coming out to the ring. Uh, Lacey then comes out and interrupts. Um, Lacey is uh, whether you like her, love her, or hate her. Lacey is the best talker of these group of five. Um, she, I don't know if it's the Southern accent. And maybe I'm a sucker for for a Southern Belle, um, but uh, gosh, it was really really good. She put on a very good set of storyline. Naomi then came out. Of course, Naomi being um, one of them that's had the most championships out there. Um, I think Sasha's maybe had a few more, but Sasha's never defended. So you know, there's that downside. She did. Uh, Naomi called out Sasha and said that she doesn't talk because Bailey won't let her. There were some dead air spots where. Uh, Bailey said, you know, we're both gonna gonna make sure that this title stays on me and Sasha had kind of a dead air spot and that opened up for actually Naomi to come out, which was really, really nice. Um, for the first time ever, I'm probably gonna go ahead and give uh, Tamina some props here because when Tamina came out, the only thing she said is actions speak louder than word and words. I don't think Tamina is a heel here. I don't think I think she's just the big beast. Um, and so she attacked the quote good guys in Lacey and uh, Naomi and left the bad guys alone. But I, I think that in the match we're gonna see her um, really just be kind of a loose end to uh, the the loose cannon aspect to this. Um, it was an okay segment. Um, I'm gonna convict a couple people of of better talking than than I've ever given them credit for. To me, a great job of limiting your talking, so that's a conviction uh, for better than than I expected from you, um, Naomi. Uh, you know, you had one really really good line, so conviction on on your speech there, uh, Lacey. You are the best talker in. in uh, SmackDown women's right now, uh, with the exception of maybe Sasha, but she's not really being allowed to talk with Bailey. And Bailey, man, you are acquitted of anything that's great. Um, congratulations on a very long title run, but this has got to stop. It's been not enjoyable to this point, especially since the heel turn. Um, Gulak and Nakamura uh, is next. Again, we have Sami Zayn on commentary who really, I mean, the, the dude can talk. He's hes very, very good. He, he uh, was right there along with Cole, filled in a lot of the gaps. The unfortunate part is that this one ends in the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, especially to the extremely susceptible Kinsasha from Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, it's a roll-up. Yep, yep, it was a roll-up. That's how that's how Daniel Bryan earns his Intercontinental title shot, and that's how Drew Kulak scouted Nakamura, is dodged the Kinshasa and perform a roll-up. I'm excited Daniel Bryan's going to be <laughs> the Intercontinental champion. Uh, I expect fully Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan to put on an exceptional match. Um... But, whew, boy, um, 
We, we got to get away from roll-ups, kids. <laughs> anyway, um, then we moved on to a taunt from Dolph Ziggler. Um, I'm already over this stolen girlfriend thing. There was two different segments in the whole show where Ziggler taunts. Um, I was not impressed. I did not love it. Um, I would love to see that just be over with. We are going to get uh, Ziggler versus Otis at WrestleMania. Um, they need to pay off this storyline and end it quickly. Um, because it just, it's not good. I don't know what it is about it, but um, no girl goes on a first date because the other guy stood her up on the first date and is automatically in love with the guy. Um, of course, the other guy didn't actually stand her up. And of course, you know, maybe she's oblivious to watching the show that she's on, so she doesn't know that he didn't actually stand her up. And I don't know. <laughs> I'm not in love with this. Um, then, after commercial break, we have Elias performing a song about uh, Baron Corbin or King Corbin. Um, and King Corbin comes out and attacks him and attempts murder on a transient. And um, he actually knocks him off of a large scaffolding. Uh, Elias never performs on a scaffolding, so the fact that he started on a scaffolding, you know, obviously, we all know that this is kayfabe and everything, but Corbin, Elias is dangling, tries to get back up, dangling again, tries to get back up, and Corbin knocks his hands off, and, and Elias falls. Of course, there's nothing for him to fall on, so he falls on pure concrete. Um, and so this is attempted murder, by a king on a transient. Um, I think if they play into their characters here, I think you can have something really fun here for, for three, four months. Um, if they don't play into their characters here, um, I think that this is a wasted segment and it's really ugly and filthy and not that enjoyable. So, um, play into the characters here. I think this could be a lot of fun. Um, after that, uh, of course, we had the, the Bliss and Asuka match. Uh, as I said, Nikki Cross, um, wonderful, just just great on commentary. Uh, Alexa does get the win over Asuka. Uh, that does not guarantee them a title shot, though Nikki said it would. Um, I just, I loved it. I, I laughed out loud. Um, loud enough, I'm sure my neighbors heard it. It was, it was it was unique to say the least. Uh, from there, we go to a um, a replay, and I don't know what they were shooting for here because I think what so they did a replay of Trips versus Roman um, from 2015 at WrestleMania. Um, this is an uh, this is I mean the match back then. It, it's a good match for both of them. The, the problem is, is if you're trying to have Roman go up against Goldberg and you chose to put go the title on Goldberg in order to allow Roman to be cheered, you just reminded everybody how hard you've been shoving Roman down our throat for ages. And the only fan reaction that you had in this entire SmackDown because there were no fans because of coronavirus, the only fan reaction you got was the negative fan reaction towards the guy you're trying to get over. 
This is a terrible, terrible match to choose. There were, there have been matches where people cheered for Roman in the past. You literally chose the height of anti-Roman moments um, to play two weeks before the before um, WrestleMania. A week, a week, a week and a day before WrestleMania. This was a terrible, terrible decision. Don't do this. Um, I am officially, again, anti-Roman. I'm also anti-Goldberg. I'm, I'm really, on a lot of fronts, anti-SmackDown, um, especially in the main card picture. I do not see, so if you do get a cheer for Roman, I do not see enough heels that are deeply entrenched in being a heel to get Roman cheered um, for an extended amount of time. You can pull off maybe Corbin. Uh, but we've already had an extended series there to try and get Roman over. You can pull off potentially, um, you know, maybe Shinsuke or Sami Zayn. You know, somebody in that group could be a world title contender. I don't think Braun has enough heel heat. Um, no matter how much heel heat you try and give him, I don't think you're ever going to get enough from Braun. Uh, I, uh, the Miz, maybe you could pull that off. Um, Seth is good enough to come across and be healed to pull that off. Um, KO, but the, I mean, then you're starting to pull from other brands. Um, I, Brock maybe could, uh, there's just not enough heel heat there to pull this off, uh, to, to pull off, uh, us loving Roman. So, um, as a whole, I'm not, I was a little long on, on NXT. I'm not going to waste a bunch of time here. Um, I'm not going to waste a bunch of time on the Gulak Nakamura and all that stuff. There were actually less overall matches here. So, uh, this will probably be a shorter one overall. Um, again, I, I, one of the stories that I, I gave you at the very beginning was a sociopathic agent of chaos fits into a scheduled statement st- segment like a good little boy. I actually said this on NXT. I was infuriated, infuriated that they're going to say the Firefly Funhouse returns on SmackDown blah, 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 with, a, with an ad. The Firefly Funhouse is the sociopathic environment in which Bray Wyatt lives. And a sociopath doesn't play by your rules. They don't play by the segment timing that you give them. It's supposed to be an interruption. It's supposed to be something that 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 is out of place. The whole thing's out of place for a reason. We want the out of place. We want the weird environment. That's what we want. And then you go into it with with an easy roll. Just oh, we're we're here. Oh, here's Bray, and he's gonna make a rambling rabbit slurpy. Um, you know, it, it, number one, it wasn't the strongest. Um, wasn't the strongest Bray Wyatt uh, the Firefly Funhouse that there's been. It, it wasn't even close. Like, they've had significantly better. Um, they really should have done something with the Muscle Man dance here. Um, it really should have been a surprise. Uh, you could have easily done this a few segments earlier um, with just a laugh as King Corbin caused injury to Elias. Not because he's angry at King Corbin or Elias or feuding with them, but because it's chaos. It's an injury. It's something bad. 
Um, you could have had him uh, throw in a, we really, you know, have that segment pop in um, during Gulak Nakamura, during the match, you know, and uh, uh, he's already had a feud with Daniel Bryan recently. Why not just have him interrupt and then Daniel Bryan kind of be nervous and and then there's nothing. You you just have the intro song and, hi, Daniel. I had a lot of fun with you, but now I'm going to go play with my friend Johnny. You know, uh, there's there's tons you can do with this. Um, the best episode of SmackDown in the last six months has had numerous fiend interruptions. And you can do these interruptions not in singular segments. You can have a singular segment, but for God's sakes, don't say the Firefly Funhouse is going to return. On the show earlier in the week, like, that's just a horrible move. Um, and and give us give us something better. Give us something different. Keep changing it. Um, don't play by the rules with Bray Wyatt. And now we're going to have a Firefly Funhouse match. I, uh... I don't feel strongly about gimmick matches, especially when they're weird like this. You had the House of Horrors match, bud. Every time a gimmick match, like like the Boneyard match or the Firefly Funhouse match pops up, every single time, I just think to myself, oh, this is going to be a House of Horrors match. This is going to just be garbage. This is going to be Hell in a Cell with red lights. Uh, um... You don't need gimmick matches to make something great. Uh, and it comes across a lot better without it. So I'm going to spend way too much time on that because that was just a vignette. Um, we finished that up with the New Day and the Usos with Miz and Morrison on commentary. Um, this, I really feel like the tag division right now is the high point of SmackDown. Um, Maybe with the IC title being being up there. Uh, New Day and Usos uh, never, ever fail to impress. They've done a great job with this. Um, the, the top of card is not strong right now in SmackDown. The bottom, the mid card is phenomenal. It is exactly what NXT is missing, is a solid mid, mid card. Um, the top of card is also the mid card in NXT on SmackDown. You've got, uh, you don't have much top card and you have a whole lot of mid card. Um, Bray Wyatt is not designed to be a title holder. I know that a lot of people like him as a title holder and that's fine, but you can't have him do it and then lose to Goldberg, you know? And so, um, the New Day and Usos go to, uh, back and forth and back and forth. We have Miz and Morrison doing uh, really an exceptional commentary. Uh, there's a smart Alec remark about turtlenecks uh, in, in Florida, which I love. Um, the turtlenecks turn out really, really entertaining. Uh, we do have an attack from Miz and Morrison at the end of the match. And Michael Cole kind of reverts back to his uh, anonymous raw general manager days. Um, 
just because of social distancing and whatnot. And Michael Cole stands up and says, just so you know, I've just received word that your match at WrestleMania will now be a triple threat. Um, that's an okay gimmick match because those really are the three best tag teams right now. We've already got Otis in another match, so we can't throw them in. Um, if you're going to take the title straps off of uh, Miz and Morrison, uh, one of these two should be the two ones to do it. I think you don't want to devalue Morrison right now. I, th- I think you don't want to devalue that tag team. So I think that uh, it's a little easier to have Jimmy or Jay take the fall to the New Day or... Um, you know, Miz, Miz and Morrison, you'd be able to, to uh, if, if you're going to leave the straps on them, you, you have Miz or Morrison uh, isolate one of the other two of the new, or one of the two of the New Day. Um, in the middle, I, I should roll back a little bit to the Triple H um, versus Roman. They did an interview right after that um, where Triple H talks about, you know, um, there's a, there's a, that if it's a fast, he basically says, if this is a fast match, it's Goldberg's. If it's a uh, drawn out match, Roman's intensity grows. Uh, whereas Goldberg's is immediate and, and just white hot. Um, I don't, I don't see how they can't see the fact that they are cramming Roman down our throat again. I can see it. Um, there's been nothing built for heel work anywhere. I'd love to see some great heel work. I think the killer, I think killer cross could come in and be a heel immediately there. Uh, I think, I think you could bring Tommaso Ciampa. I, I just think there's so much good quality heel ability, uh, other places that you could easily put there without, without ruining Roman. Um, I think NXT is going to maybe just because it's a new opportunity, new face. Uh, they're still going to get some cheer, so I, I don't know that you can do that. I really don't know who you can have play heel to Roman. Uh, I think maybe the closest would be John Cena uh, for a good extended feud, but I don't know if you're going to get John uh, big match John for an extended feud. Um, you know when when he's also big movie John. Um, so here's my here's my general takeaways. Great job with the speaking rules. Uh, the, with the exception of the trips interview, I I saw a ton of value to most of the speaking rules. I I disdain Bailey speaking. I didn't, Bailey has X Pac heat. So if we go back to the original segment, um, it's go away heat. We don't want to hear you anymore. So, um, but. I think we've opened a lot of doors for uh, either Sasha to finally have a title win and defense for the first time ever. She'll defend a title if she gets it. Gets it. I think we've opened the door for Lacey or Tamina to have their first championship. Um, hopefully Lacey, in my opinion, because I think she plays great heel. And, I, and I'm surprisingly, I think she plays pretty decent face, too. Uh, Naomi could have her third. I'm not a Naomi fan. I don't hunt down Naomi matches. Um, but solid work is solid work, I suppose. So I'll, I'll give her that. Um, I really love where we're going with Gulak. I don't love what we've done with Nakamura. I don't love that strong style is so it basically they've, they found a, uh, weakness in strong style and, um, 
and exploited it everywhere. And I just, I feel like Nakamura is a wasted talent right now. Um, not because of him, but because of booking. Um, yeah, as a whole, not, uh, this was a good match and I, and it did, it led us to what we want with the Daniel Bryan feud. So I'm okay with that. Um, I disdain relationship-based storylines, and I'm going to say that one more time in hopes that this is the time that Vince listens, that he hears uh, our show and takes what we say. Stop doing relationship storylines. They're not good. People like the the most beloved of your shows has had no relationship storyline whatsoever in recent memory. So NXT, there's a known relationship on there with Gargano and Candice LeRae, and we don't get a bunch of that. We can get friendship storylines, but these relationship-based ones where there's a feud over a woman or a feud over a man or a feud over whatever they just don't work they're short-lived they're not fun the the times where they can be fun um they they have to go over the top before they're enjoyable i just stop it just stop i feel like you said oh it didn't work with lana and lashley and rusev so let's go do it on smackdown and it's not working there either. Nobody loves this. It's making me not love Tucky, 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 Tucky. Otis, it's, uh, I have been a Dolph Ziggler fan forever. And I think there's better work that he could do. You can have relationship storylines like Tucky and, or like Otis and Mandy. But when you start having a feud based on those relationships, it just sucks. So stop it. Um, I really would love to see something about uh, on the third one. Uh, I'd love to see something about Baron Corbin basically saying, you can't arrest me. Um, I'm a king and I've been pardoned. And and somehow it sticks with the cops in Orlando. Like that's, that'd be hilarious for me. I think, I think they can do a lot with that. Um, I think you can do a lot with the transient, um, Aspect. I just think there's so much with the royalty versus transient um, guitarist, transient musician um, that can be done there. So I, I actually like where that could go. I don't, I don't know where it will go, and so I'm apprehensive. Um, Bliss and Oscar. Uh, um, that's obviously setting up for a tag title. About, I would, uh, I, d- I haven't done any research to find out uh, where Kyrie's at in terms of her recovery, and I don't know if she's quarantining right now. So if that's the case, this is going to push out a while, and that's okay because Nikki and Alexa, Oscar um, can hold her own in the ring. Nikki and Alexa can really carry, um, carry just about any feud in terms of entertainment value without ring presence. Uh, by themselves. And so I think we're okay there. Um, I'd love to see more thought go into what, which matches we're going to use from the past. Uh, WWE used the wrong match from the past. I cannot stand when Firefly Funhouse is in the, is, is announced. 
any and everything the fiend needs to be a surprise it needs to be painful it needs to be um it needs to be just so out there that that we're okay with it that we just go what just happened every single time and you can have a what just happened by him um, being Vince's buddy at some point. You know, we did that with Stone Cold, and that actually turned out to be a relatively good storyline. We could do that here. We could. Do, there's just a lot you can do with Bray. Um, and then uh, the best in-ring action, the best out-of-ring action, the best long-term storylines I think we're going to get are out of this New Day Usos and Jen, uh, John Morrison and The Miz. Um, as a whole, this show is convicted of being better than Raw. Um, and better than the first half of NXT and I still haven't saw AEW because I've been swamped at work but I would venture to guess probably not better than AEW Um, good show Uh, it's the week before the go home show the go home show will be uh, I'm going to guess most of those matches will have been recorded after the Wrestlemania matches have already occurred so I think we're okay on that front. Um, yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed the Nikki Cross, Michael Cole rap battle. Uh, Michael Cole got owned by the sweet agent of chaos. That is not, not Bray. Um, that girl is so entertaining. Um, so I leave you with this. Give me more, <laughs> give me more of Nikki Cross on commentary. No, um, as a whole, I, this show this show is convicted at six out of ten votes um, from the jury, uh, or not from the jury, I guess, because you guys are the jury. You guys can tell us what you think. Um, you can hit me up at D A Vincent K Fabe on Twitter. Twitter. You can uh, go to our Wix app, which uh, uh, Officer Smarks has a link to on his page. So that's Officer Mark Smarks. Um, you can. Listen to us on all of our platforms. Give us 17 stars on each one, especially um, uh, Apple, Apple uh, iTunes. Um, and you can give Smarks mad props for being a better producer. Um, you know, I, I feel like Smarks is probably the Michael Cole to um, my Byron Saxton sometimes. But don't tell him I said that because uh, we really just love hearing from you guys. We love doing all this stuff. Um, Be sure to like, be sure to share, like, and subscribe. Um, And we'll catch you on Monday with another episode of WBU Raw and Order Wrestling Booking Unit where we go through the crimes of the week. Thanks and have a good one. Bye!